Welcome to the uh, Cornerstone Church Podcast. Great to have you tuning in for another week. We are carrying on. We're still in the Pilgrim's Progress and uh, we're in the, the penultimate chapter really. So over the next couple of weeks uh, we're, we're thinking um, that we're, we're going to come to the end of the journey. So so, we, so we're, right, we're right there now and we're um, walking along with Christian and Hopeful as they encounter some of their last challenges uh, before they get to rest forever. Uh, with the Lord. Uh, last time we had a, a, an episode that focused quite a lot on ignorance, this character ignorance and their conversation with him and uh, he resurfaces in this chapter as well um, but before that there's a couple of other characters to meet um, and so I'm here again with Pete and Rory. Hello. Hello. And all the um, previous episodes you can catch up with on our on our podcast channel um, and so they, they, they go on, so Christian and Hopeful and this is where we pick up the story, they, they go on and and um, ignorance is following behind. Um, and just as they were thinking about the way and uh, what they were going to do, uh, they they meet a man and it says, Behold, a dark looking man covered with a very light robe. And um, well, it actually just- said in the, in the actual original, it's a, a, ma- a man of black flesh mm. covered in a very light robe. Mm. I mean, I think it is worth just talking about this because I think this is where, in our age, we cancel him because he's a racist. But that that isn't going on in his mind, I don't think. I think uh, we'll see as we discuss that this this black man is not really a black man. He's an he's coming as an angel of light, and so what he's doing is he's he's showing the difference between light and darkness. That mm. that's what he's trying to show. And that this man is a flatterer and a liar. So he presents himself as one thing, mm. but he's another thing. And that's the big issue here. It's mm. not really his black skin. And it would be utterly shameful for us in our day and age to say, oh, Bunyan's a racist. I'm not going to read anything about it. Because it's just that would just be not true, I don't think. No. And all the way throughout this book... Um the physical has been teaching spiritual lessons, yeah. and, and that's what's going on here. It's the contrast between the light outer, yeah. which promises guidance and truth and revelation, yeah. and the black inner, which is to do with darkness and confusion and lies. So it has yeah. nothing to do with um, colour of skin or anything like that. As you no. say, it's the contrast between light and what it stands for and dark and what it stands for yeah. is the thing here. Um, and so anyway, this man approaches, and as you said, he's called the flatterer, um, and the flatterer asks them, Christian and Hopeful, why are you standing there? And they say, we're going to the celestial city, but we don't know which of these ways to take. And flatterer's response is, well, you should follow me because that's where I'm going. Yeah. And so in some ways, at this stage of the journey, it's quite surprising that they then just do that. They don't really ask well, they, any they questions. Have come to a, or they, they've not come to a crossroads, but they come to a place a where fork or perhaps, or, there are two roads. Yeah, yeah, and they're both as straight as each other. Yes, as far as they can perceive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, their mistake was was not as as I guess as we see it was not following what the shepherds had said. They'd mm. been given this information uh, uh, yes. to, to be able to work out which one to go on, mm. and they they forgot that and didn't bother about that. Mm. And a flatterer had obviously come along with his flattery mm. and his outward I am an angel of light stuff mm. to, to to take them down the wrong road. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and they are culpable for what happens yes. next though, because 
they so what happens is they begin to follow the flatterer and after time the road that they are taking begins to slowly turn its back on the celestial city <laughs> and bunyan says that their own faces by degrees were turning more and more with every step away from the celestial city until their backs are to it. And then Bunyan says, yet they follow him. Yes. And so they continued, even though they could see that they were no longer orientated in, in the right direction. And but, then, I mean, of course, but, it goes very wrong, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but, but, but that's what flattery does, doesn't mm. it? It, it? It possesses you. Uh, it talks about you. It, it, um, uh, it turns your face to look inwardly and and think about yourself. You're a good person. You're a nice person. You're mm. a, you know, you're not that bad. Mm. And and as you follow that, you turn away from the from the truth. Mm. And and it is amazing what a bit of flattery does. And the, and the proverbs warn us about people with lying tongues, don't they? And fork tongues and uh, you know things like that, like a snake. Um, mm. And and that's what and that's exactly uh, you know what the what the snake did in the garden with Eve. There's mm. flattery, you know, there's sort of encouragements. You too could be like God. You you, you will see things you've never seen before. Just mm. look at that. Mm. Um, and, it, and, you know, before you know it, you're taken up with yourself and what you're going to get out of stuff and all of that. That's mm. what flattery does. And the error seems to have started by not looking at the word. So the instruction that they were given by the shepherds they had and they could have followed, but they've already started to go away from the word and trust in themselves. And so yeah. then when the flatterer comes, he can easily deceive because mm. they've already taken their eyes off yes. who's important. Well, uh, that, is, that is like yeah. Eve, isn't it? Yeah. Eve should have said, uh, talk to Adam yeah. uh, because this is the rules, these are the laws that we've got. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And so they end up inside a net. Um, I guess it's like, uh, you know, those old-fashioned uh, forest traps. You know, if you mm. wanted to catch a, a rabbit or a small deer or something, you put a little bit of bait in the middle and there's a trap, uh, a net, and as they step on it, it whips them up into the branches. Um, it's that kind of thing. And uh, anyway, they're caught and uh, they start weeping and they are chastising themselves because they should have listened, as you've been saying, to the, to the instructions that they that they had. Um but then, as they lay bewailing themselves in the net, they espy this shining one um, coming towards them with a whip of small cords in his hand. Um, and so... It sounds uh, pretty uh, <laughs> scary, doesn't it? Yeah, you, you kind of know what's, uh, know what's coming here. And um, then this shining one um, basically interrogates them and, and, and is wanting to find out how they've ended up in this net when they were supposed to be on the right right road. And uh, the Shining One says to them, you know, where, where did you lie last night? And they said, well, we were with the shepherds in the Delectable Mountains. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, did the shepherds give you a note on how to navigate these paths? Well, yeah, they did. Um, and, uh, well, did you, when you were confused, get out that note and read it? Uh, no. Uh, why? We forgot. Um, did the shepherds at least warn you to beware of flatterers? Yes, but we did not imagine that such a fine-spoken man could could <laughs> could be him. Um, and so, you know, he basically... And this is part of, um, you know, proper discipline, isn't it? He, mm. He's trying to go back over their error with them. You know, there's there's no... There would be no use just coming straight with the whip. Um, he wants to sort of teach them where they went wrong in their thinking. You know, did you... Did you have a lack in resources? No. Did you not have 
what you needed. No, so he wants to show them where they've gone wrong, um, which is very helpful, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, he, he cuts them out of the net first and then shows them that, mm. doesn't he? So uh, I think that's absolutely right. So, so he's a good one, isn't he? Mm. He's not a trapper or a deceiver or a flatterer. He's certainly not a flatterer because he's speaking truth to them that's going to hurt them, isn't it? Mm. So, um, yeah. I think the 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 interesting thing um, about the, the the flatterer is is that he I've forgotten what I was going to say actually so over to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, I mean uh, only that he um, uh, yeah, I mean only that uh, then this uh, this shining one uh, really gets down to the business of disciplining them. So he he, he then takes the whip to them and chastised them sore. Yeah, it says there. Um, but again, this is done out of love. So it says, you know, as many as I love, I rebuke. Um, and so this is uh, this is part of the Lord's goodness to them. Um, yeah. Is not just to to put them back on the right road and pretends nothing happens, yes. but to teach them their error. Yeah. And to even sort of withdraw a bit of his goodness and blessing from them, so that they might repent and mm. seek the good things that they did enjoy. You know. Um, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Sorry, you you would think, wouldn't you? When we read this, I think we said it when we we reread it together, um, that these these seasoned followers of Christ would have picked up the flatterer quite quite quickly. Mm. But but th- 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 this is life, isn't it? Um, you know, we, we, we think we, we know, we, we we think we understand mm. uh, flatterers. But they but they they that's the point of them. They they come with truth, don't they? They come with uh, sort of they are an angel of light. They're they're telling us uh, things that sound right. And I and I think we 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 can easily fall for that. That's why we mm. need to be fundamentally uh, looking at the scriptures and really listening sometimes to to new people that we hear. What are they saying? What are they actually really saying? Mm. And we'll get that in some of the conversations with ignorance in a minute. You know, they really they really take ignorance apart, don't mm. they? In a minute, mm. but uh, they should have done that with flatterer, really. Yeah. But yeah. it's just amazing that well, he spoke so well. Yeah, and yeah. flattery appeals to our flesh. That's, yeah. that, that's the problem with it, is that it strokes and massages as our ego. Yeah. And therefore it makes you do things which, you know, um, in principle you might be against and feel in your conscience that it would be wrong for you to do. Mm. But if somebody says, oh, you'd be brilliant at this, mate. I can't yeah. think of anyone better. I love you. You yeah, know yeah. I love you. You'd be, yeah, yeah. you know, we wouldn't trust anyone else with this. Like, this is why we're coming to you, because you can hold these people together and you can do it and mm. you'll be brilliant, you know. Mm. And it all is so nice to hear, isn't it? Because, yeah. uh, you know, the idea that people might be thinking well of us and think believe in us and think we can do something is great. And so you can trample over quite a lot of conscience, you know, uh, if you get some news like that in the ear, can't yeah. you? And that's the danger of it. And I think what they're trying to say is the part of having a sober mind is you... You 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 might sort of hear that, but you're looking through that and saying, "No, come on, what is this right to do or not?" You know. Um, but other people that they meet, they they I think nearly always, and we've noticed this before, ask the question, "Where are you from? How did you start the journey?" Yeah. They don't do that with flatterer. Mm. They don't ask those basic questions to make sure that he's a sound sound mind. They just mm. believe him. Mm. Yeah. The times that, yeah, they often go 
they do get when they get caught it's because they're not usually switched on as asking it? those questions yeah yeah, mm. yeah. which they did of, of ignorance yep yep so um that's he beats um, them <laughs> he beats them and they're on their way and they're thanking him for his kindness in beating them <laughs> and sing, um, do they sing a song i think they sing a song or something they do yeah, yeah they do and uh to to kind of uh go over that what's happened um and then they they move on to and and they see another person coming softly and all alone uh, along the highway and uh, Christian coming the other way though coming towards them yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. right C- coming towards them and um, Christian says to his fellow look here is a man with his back towards heaven and he is coming to meet us mm. uh, I see uh, let us take heed to ourselves said hopeful lest he should prove a flatterer also so um, they've got recent events in the forefront of their minds. And they're now um, more alert, which is good. And they think, ah, this could be a... Uh, I mean, he's immediately suspicious because he's going the other way. Mm. And uh, we've just had a tough lesson taught to us. So we need to be on our guard here. And and who is this that they that they meet? We've got Atheist uh, coming right up to them. He makes a beeline towards them and he asks them where they're going. To which they answer, we're going to Mount Zion. And he falls into a yeah. great laughter. Yeah, howling <laughs> laughter. <laughs> yeah. It's quite depressing, yeah. really. If you're, yeah, yeah, which is which is often how an atheist does. It's that belittling, isn't it? Yeah, mm. it it's it's uh, looking down and saying, okay, and and I mean that is his 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 way, isn't it? I know more than you. Yeah, <laughs> and and I'm in part of his argument is I've been further than you. Yeah. Uh, along this road, and I didn't see any celestial city. Yeah. <laughs> and mm. don't be so silly. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a very much a looking. It's a classic looking down on and trying to show your 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 belief system to be absolutely ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I think that that can be quite hard to deal with when someone make belittles what you believe. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes you can think, oh well, am I stupid for? You know, going down this path, mm. particularly mm. someone like this who says he's been on the road, yeah, and he's been seeking for twenty years or whatever. He's been it was. further, than and, they and have. he's been further. He's read more philosophy. He's yeah. done more study. He's yeah. he's looked at it all. He's discovered, and and there's nothing there. Um, and so he says to them, "I you know, used to be an evangelical." It's when, yeah. when people yes. say that sort of yeah. stuff. Isn't he's it? deconstructed, yeah. hasn't he, or yeah. whatever the word is now, but. Um, yeah, I mean, he the, the true thing that he says is that he, he understands that it's a tedious journey uh, and that it's full of hard, um, hard slog. Mm. And he says to them, I want you to know that you will have nothing at the end of this except the pain that you have endured on this journey, um, which is sort of like saying, you know, you could be much happier if you didn't go along with this Jesus stuff. You could avoid lots of unnecessary... Um, embarrassment pain rejection uh you could be freer happier more normal you know flowing with the the river of everybody else not trying to swim against it you know it would be much easier um so firstly this place doesn't exist um and secondly it's just gonna give you a life that is less enjoyable and more painful than Mm. what everyone else is having um uh, and I, I mean, that's behind why, that is yeah. the, is the sort of the reasoning that atheism is the most uh, enlightened, happy way of living. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, which of course, which of course it isn't. Um, no. 
So that's his argument there. I mean, in one in one sense, I mean, Paul does say, doesn't he, in in one Corinthians, that you know, uh, if if the resurrection isn't true, if there isn't a celestial mm. city, if there, yes. th- then we are to be most pitied. Mm. And in one sense, that is true, isn't it? Because uh, uh, because because the argument's often been given, and there is truth in it. That this yeah. is a trouble that the Christian life is the best best way to live. And then uh, if you look at a lot of um, you know, uh, uh, studies and surveys that are done, then often Christians are the, are the are, you know, they have the best families. I mean, mm. there's, there's research done, they have the best sex. So in one sense, we do have a better life. But, uh, of course, uh, and that's in the Western world, but, of course, there are Christians like in North Korea and other places that are, are suffering intensely, and then that would be absurd, wouldn't it, mm. to to... If the, if if this is not true, mm. why would I go through a a, a concentration camp in mm. North Korea? Mm. Yeah. Um, so he's right on that level. If there is no resurrection, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no hope. If if the hope that you're living for is not there, <laughs> yeah, it's quite a sad life, isn't it? That you've lived your whole life to attain a reward, yeah, and the reward is not there, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is quite a depressing. Yeah. So we are to be pitied if we're wrong. Yes. Yeah, and then and then Christian says to hopeful, is it true what this man is saying? Yeah. Now later we discover that Christian is actually testing hopeful because he wants to see if there's if there's fruit and understanding in hopeful's heart here. Um, but hopeful answers really quite well, and he says there are three things that ought to make us suspicious of this man. Um, firstly, we've listened to these kind of guys before, and it's never gone well for us. Um, so we should be immediately suspicious uh, of this. Secondly, we've just seen the gates of Mount Zion. Mm. Um, so, yeah. in other words, we've had uh, you know clear visions of what is to come. We've seen it with our own eyes by by faith, really. Uh, and thirdly, he says, are we not to live by faith and not by sight? Which seems to sort of contradict the, the other point, but it, but it doesn't really, because atheists' argument is, I've been along the road and there's nothing there. Mm. And they say, well, we're not looking for anything in this world. Yes. So yeah. we're moving to the next world. Our, our, our inheritance is to come. We're embracing a city that is that is coming to us. Um and so those are faithful. That's a uh, terrific line, that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, have you got that? Because I, I can't... I just thought the way it was put yeah. was just terrific. So, uh, so um, it says, Why, man, do you think we shall not be received? Christian asked. Received, exclaimed atheist. There is not such a place as you dream of in all this world, but there is in the world to come, mm. contended Christian. Yeah. Um, it's a great, great line. Yeah. Yeah. That we're not here to have an easy time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Why do you think. So, uh, so Bunyan calls him, uh, or in the mouth of. Uh, one of them, I can't remember if he's hopeful or Christian now, calls um, atheist a flatterer. Interesting that he would put him under the flattering. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think he, he says, uh, hopeful says, let us take heed lest he should prove to be a flatterer also. Okay. Um, so it may be... Um, I was sort of thinking the opposite to flattery is sort of mockery, mm. isn't it? Uh, because you're mocked. But if you became one of him, he would flatter you. I was wondering if it was that sort of thing. Because mm. atheists largely mock. I mean, the new atheists, rather, today, they're just, just mocking, aren't they? They always mock Christians. Mm. Um, I mean, he, do, he is saying, 
at the end, Hopeful says, this man is one of the flatterers. Yeah. So he does say, consider him a flatterer. Right. I suppose he's saying, he's try, he's appealing to the fact that, uh, if you look at this world, there's clearly no heaven. So come on now, let's not, save yourself pain. Yeah. Live, live in this world as it is now. So maybe it's that, that's the sort of flattery. It's like, playing on the senses that we can't see anything. I've experienced everything. So come on, come with me. Don't yes. believe in such a stupid thing as a God. Yes. Uh, let's go and live. Yeah, well, and live any, any, we any worldview that exalts human wisdom and understanding is flattering yeah. because we can come to it yes. through our yes. own intelligence yeah, yeah. and yeah, our yeah. own research. Um, and that that's lovely because we can unlock the secrets to the world. We can dismiss the supernatural because we look, we've done it. Look yeah. at what we've got. We've got the microscope. We've got the telescope. We can go to Jupiter. We can see yeah. everything. Like, look, we know everything, you know. Um, and so there's no humility with that, really. And it makes us feel good because we can understand everything. Um, mm. But these are saying, no, we, we, we're walking a different, you know, we're living by faith. Um, and so they leave atheist behind, and the, the last they hear of him is just him cackling at them yeah. <laughs> still, and he goes his way, and that's that's the end of it, really. And then they come into a certain country whose air naturally tended to make one drowsy if he came a stranger into it. Um, so they're moving into this land now, which I don't know if it has a... Oh, enchanted, enchanted ground. ground yeah. yeah, okay, so... Uh, yeah, there's something in the air here. Yeah. Magical. Which unless you've got your Christian armor wrapped tight around you, you're gonna you're gonna mm. fall under its bewitching spell, and it's gonna do you harm. And uh, hopeful begins to feel dull and heavy to sleep. Yeah. Um, and then Christian, thankfully, he's got a mate with him, and yeah. uh, says, "Don't Christian sleep. helps him out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he says, "No, no, you're in danger. If you go to sleep, you may never wake up." Mm. And um, and uh, that's that's a great encouragement to hopeful, isn't it? And mm. he, he thanks him and, and yeah. says, "Oh, this is why two are better than one. Yeah. This is why we need basically this is why we need Christian fellowship, isn't it? Mm. To keep each other going. Watch out, brother. Don't go to sleep. And yeah. then the way they don't go to sleep is is to uh, spark up a spiritual conversation, isn't it? And uh, and they go over a whole load of stuff, don't they? You know how they were saved and all that sort of stuff yeah. again, which is just really good, isn't it? It's going over the basics and showing the reality that they've they of God in their lives and yes. Christ's salvation and just you know just talking like that. Yeah, that's right. And and I mean, hopeful. You know, he he needs rescuing, doesn't he? As you say, because he he argues that sleep is good. Yeah, you know he says no, but it's, it's, it's sleep is sweet to the labouring man. We'll be refreshed if we take a nap. You know. Yeah. Um, and um, Christian basically responds by saying, "Well, yes and no. I mean, uh, there's there are times where we need to Sabbath and rest, but never to fall asleep, and especially not in a place like this, which we've already <sighs> been warned about." Um, and so that's you know that's, and that's how just good. Of, I mean that I mean that happens in nor you know just life, doesn't it? You're driving along, you feel sleepy. Yeah. What's the driver say? Talk mm. to me. You know, yeah. let's, let's you know if you put music on, it's a disaster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's let's let's get the brain going. Let's get the thinking <laughs> yeah. going. Let's deal with something. I used to have a mate who wouldn't allow anyone else to sleep while he was driving. I think that's good. And he would go, and he, if he saw you, he would just emergency stop yes. like that, and then you would go. <laughs> yeah. I should do that with my wife. Yeah. She's always asleep in the yeah. side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm desperately trying to keep my eyes open. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, I mean, that's right. Good conversation keeps you going. And so, you know, in the, that applies to the Christian, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So lots of, lots of conversation to keep them going. Yeah. Um, 
going over their testimony, going over their convictions. Uh, and um, then uh, is uh, so there's a pause in that. And it says, I saw then in the dream that hopeful look back and saw ignorance whom they had left behind coming after. And uh, hopeful says to Christian, look, he's, he, you know, here he is. He's beyond, you know, he's behind us. And um, and then they decide that um, instead of going on, they'll wait. They'll just wait for him and see if he's learned his him. lessons. Yeah, yeah. See, see where he's at, basically. Yeah. Um, and so how does that how does that conversation get going then? Um, well, I, I I just love the way Bunyan says. Uh, so ignorance says, um, uh, I take my pleasure in walking alone, uh, even more a great deal uh, than in co- than in company. And I mean that's just a picture of ignorance, isn't it? Ig- ignorance is a, a lone figure because yeah. he's not going to be instructed by anyone else. It's just a great, uh, you know. I'm alone. I think myself. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. I don't need any input. Mm. So starts off like that. Yeah, which um, they've just we've just learned from the enchanted ground is exactly the opposite of what you need to do. Yeah. You need to have company. Um and so then they say to him, uh, how stands it between God and your soul now? Um and you know, ignorance kind of picks up where he left off. He he feels that he's doing fine. Um, <laughs> you know, his th- there are good thoughts that he's having and good emotions. I think of he, God and heaven. Yeah, he feels himself to be at peace with the Lord. And <laughs> I mean, there's a lovely to and froing. I think yeah. of God and heaven says ignorance. Uh, so do the devils and damned <laughs> souls. So yeah. it's just, there's there's a sort of punch up going on here. Well, I love um, the, the answer. To ignorance jotted his chin and <laughs> held it higher. Um, I think of them and desire them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> then then it goes on. I desire them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And then the response come back. Well, that's not a sign of anything. Uh, <laughs> you know, the sluggard desires things but has nothing. Uh, so he would love a you know a big bowl of steaming stew, but he can't be bothered to put the hand uh, to the spoon to the mouth. Uh, so he won't labour to get what he desires, and so just wanting something is not a sign of anything. Yeah, but he's um, he's left everything to obtain these. Yeah, that's right. To which Christian says, "I doubt that very much." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and then he says, "Yeah," he says, I, what, "What makes you so sure you've left everything?" Mm. And he says, "My heart tells me so." Yeah, and that that, that I mean, he sparks himself off. up. Yeah, he set himself up. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, you know, that's just about the worst thing he could say. And um, Christian says, "Yes, that's the problem. You're trusting in your heart. That's a foolish thing to do." And he hates that, doesn't he? He hates the idea. I mean, that's really where we're at, isn't it? It's the word of God against your your, your heart, isn't it? And uh, yeah, his his argument is that his heart isn't evil; it's actually a good heart. Yes. Which is a, again well, warning signs. Christian says, "No, no, your heart is desperately wicked above all things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So don't trust your heart." Yeah. Um. And then yeah. And then they have it's a, a long it's like a modern conversation. They, this isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. Um. But but it's also it also turns turns into one of those conversations that you that you might sometimes have with Jehovah's Witnesses on the door or kind of Christian sects in the town um, because the thing about ignorance is he uses Christian language um, but has uh, means different things by it so he talks about being justified by yeah. Christ 
Um, and any Christian who hears that thinks, oh, this is a brother or a sister. This is a yeah. partner. That's, that's the language I use. You know, I'm justified by, by Christ alone. Um, but the wisdom of Christian and hopeful is to not just let the surface answers sit. They want to know not just what you've said, but what do you mean by what you've said? Yeah. Um, you know, explain that to me. You use the word justification. Do we mean the same thing by it or not? Um, and it's that line of questioning which uh, shows up ignorance yeah. for what he is, because what he actually means is that he's justified by a combination of what Jesus has done and his own good works. Yeah. Um, now, we know that good works are, are very important. In fact, it, they are an essential fruit of justification, but they are not the grounds of our justification. It's the merits of Christ, his atoning death, his perfect life. That That is the grounds of our justification and the good life follows. He seems to be muddled and think, well, it's sort of half that, but also half what God enables me to do. Yeah. So it's my good works and Christ's good works, and together they it's kind of Catholic, work. It's Catholic, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, yeah. It's why his belief about his heart is really important That's to right. understanding yeah. justification, because he thinks, if I have a good heart in some sense, that means I can please God in some sense. So he can't believe that his heart is completely and utterly yes. wicked. So he doesn't understand sin. It's sort of that Christ. Uh, it, I mean, it's sort of that Christ died for my failures, yeah, and 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 my sins, isn't it? Uh, uh, the things that I've done. He's and he's given me a, a a good step up. Yeah, and and now it's down to me because my heart isn't that bad. No, is to work out the good life. Yeah, uh, and a lot of people think like this, and wh- you have to push people, don't you? Sometimes, yeah. and it very is, is often. Uh, the doctrine of uh, of sin, isn't it, uh, yeah. that really shows people up, that you are rotten to the core, mm. that there is nothing good that you can do. Yeah. Uh, even your good works are flawed and like filthy rags in God's sight. People mm. hate those sort of mm. sayings, don't they? Oh, we all admit we're failures and we all admit we're not, you know, to be human is to fail. People mm. say things like that yeah. and uh, as if that's okay. But actually, right to the core, there is nothing you can do because every good work is tainted with that which is appalling yeah. uh, to God. And he hates that, doesn't yeah. he? Uh, ignorance. They have different gods, basically. Mm. The, gods, the gods that Christian and hopeful follow is, a, is a, a, a more holy than, than, than ignorance actually understands. Mm. So it, I think it's interesting that those um, who follow such teachings like and basically religion they think that they're being holier and that they're better and they're, that their god's holier but their god's lesser because no. he's a man-made god and so um the fall is really just a, a bit a bit of naughtiness i mean it's probably a bit deep in that but but the heart isn't completely gone no. so therefore i can somehow work my yes as you say christ gives me a boost up but yep. i I'm, I'm also able to work my way to some yep. sort of um of some sort of righteousness of my own yeah mm. and it's just completely different because because the i mean i think christian talks about original sin in other words as soon as we fall that's it we're totally depraved yes and there's nothing that we can do that can please god and even if we try good things those good things displease god yeah it's an amazing, amazing thing that we must understand that actually we are totally gone. Yes. Nothing that I can do. And so I need, I need God to step in yeah. and uh, to do all the work for me.
Mm. I remember once uh, outside there was a big debate at the Albert Hall with with a Christian and a, and a Muslim debating, and I went up there to try to get in, but it was absolutely packed, and there was just loads of Muslims outside. And uh, uh, I, I was on my own walking around. They say, you, uh, so a bunch came up to me, are you Christian? Yeah. And I said, yes. Uh, we have debate <laughs> now outside. <laughs> so I stood up on this wall and I made the mistake of saying, well, I used to take this line quite a lot, that Allah is not holy, no. uh, not like the God of the Bible. He's an unholy God because he just lets sin off. Yeah. Whereas the God of the Bible is the one that judges sin. He yeah. has to judge sin. Um, and of course, if you say that Allah isn't holy, you get quite a lot of Allah Akbar's going on around you. <laughs> and this was all going on with these Allah Akbar's. And then the policeman came over and accused me of causing, um, uh, you know, disruption. Yeah. And wanted to wanted to arrest me. Yeah. And then they Allah Akbar the policeman <laughs> and said, "Let him speak. We want to. We want to debate." And so he just went off in the end. But anyway, yeah. then, but that is the difference between religion. Yeah. Uh, it is is it is really seeing that 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 we are sinful before God, and mm. that needs dealing with, and that's what justification is. We're made right by by the work of Christ, yeah. not by our own work, and that's where ignorance will just doesn't like it, really, doesn't it? No, no. And it, uh, I mean, he then goes on to say, and this is something that that Muslims do wonder and it's a question that uh, we've probably all had put to us is is they then say well if you're telling me that that the life of christ and the death of christ are the sole basis of your justification yes and that you are saved and made right entirely by what he's done then how could that not lead to a life of open immorality i mean because it's all done for you so why wouldn't you just go and live a life of indulgence and do whatever the heck you wanted you Mm. know and uh, Muslims do say that they do. They do say that, that you know. Well, what, so, so they say. So it doesn't matter what you do. Then it doesn't matter what you do. Um, and that's where there's a fundamental misunderstanding of the way in which grace operates in the heart. You, you know, it's not just like a, you know, a package that's left on your doorstep that you you take. You know, it's the sort of gift that is received with completely empty hands yeah. but transforms your heart and you, and you're so i mean thankfulness is a huge part of new testament teaching that yeah. the, that we are overflowing with thankfulness that we are abounding in thankfulness and and we want therefore to to please the savior who has loved us so much you know um and so it's the sort of gift which moves the heart in the right direction, whereas ignorance thinks it's all transactional. You know, it's something yeah. that you're just given, and then, oh, okay, who cares? I just do whatever I want. But it's not that kind of gift. Um, but again, you know. I think it probably conveys the fact that they, they have a different God and a, and, mm. uh, and a different idea about sin. Mm. I think if you um, think about God as who he really is, and that he, we completely deserve the wrath, then then that will spark gratitude, as you say, and, mm. it, and it gives us a new heart. Whereas I think... Well, Paul deals with this in Romans, doesn't he? So, so Paul so preaches so clearly that we are justified by faith in Christ alone mm. that, that the question comes up halfway through the book of Romans yeah. is, uh, well, shall we carry on sinning yeah. then so that grace may abound? And in one sense, I remember um, reading Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones He's saying you've not really preached the gospel until people are so offended that they make that point. Oh, so we can do anything we like then, can we? 
um, mm. because they've because they've not really understood what we're saying until we really make it clear. It's nothing to do with you. It's all to do with Christ. And then that question comes out, and Paul says, "By no means, you know, of course, you know, yeah. and all of the things yeah, that yeah, you yeah. said." Yeah, and then they come towards the end of the discussion, and and hopeful. I think it's hopeful. Asks him one last question. Uh, or gets Christian to ask him a question, which is, ask him if he had Christ revealed to him from heaven. Mm. Uh, and ignorance says, what? You are a man of revelations. I do believe that what both you and all the rest of you say about this matter is but the fruit of distracted brains, ignorance <laughs> replied. Um, and so he, he basically is saying, ah, this is the key difference, isn't it? Christian and hopeful believe that the way of salvation is not discernible to the natural mind, mm. that it has to be revealed supernaturally to us from God, from heaven, and we need our eyes opened by the Spirit to yeah. get this. Ignorance basically believes that man can discover it within himself. Mm. He doesn't require any external revelation. And so he sort sort of thinks Christian and hopeful are charismatic and mystical because he mm. says, I'm going to leave you to your whimsies and your mm. distracted brains. You know, you're talking like you need an experience of God to understand this or something. Whereas I'm saying this is, you know, that I've got a self-revelation here. Um, it's interesting, actually, that that because in the, of, in the end, ignorance is basically an atheist. Mm. Uh, he's just an atheist going another way. Mm. Uh, and they are they are the same. Mm. Uh, it's it's one of the things um so in john blanchard's book um you know uh does god believe in atheists mm. uh, one of the big things he he goes and it, and it caused quite a lot of fuss when he wrote it um was that that all religions are basically atheists mm. because because they're li- they're not listening to god mm. they're listening mm. to a false god so they have to be atheists so that's <laughs> his, his mm. thing so he would he would call Islam, an atheistic religion, yeah, um, which obviously doesn't go down very well. No, um, because they're not really they're not listening to the God because there is only one God and mm. His revelation, mm. and He is. They are the same, aren't they? Really, they're just going different ways. They're basically mm. believing in themselves, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, all, yeah. all are forms of self righteousness. Yeah, mm. all are forms of trying to decide what's right and wrong. Yeah. Mm. So the atheist is a religious person yeah. in the sense that the ignorance yeah. is a religious person. Exactly, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, well, they part ways with ignorance for now. Um, I think this isn't the final time that we see ignorance no. in the book. Um, but, you know, it's interesting that Bunyan spills so much ink on ignorance, isn't it? You know, because some of the apostates and stuff only get a line or two, but he's been given a fair chunk of this book. And I wonder if that's saying that, you know, the Lord the Lord is very patient sometimes with people, isn't he? And he gives people time after time after time after time and he puts people in our lives to explain things to us and to help us. But ultimately, if we're so set on our own ways, then we'll be left to them. And um, so there's a warning there, isn't it? Not to sort of despise the, the patience of the Lord and mm. the knowledge that we're, we're given. Um, all right, there we go. So that's Flatterer, Atheist, Enchanted Ground, Ignorance. Uh, we are. That was the close of that chapter, and the next chapter is entitled "The Celestial City." So are we going to get them in the next the, chapter? Uh, unlikely, <laughs> I think. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, do keep joining. We'll have a couple more of these, and I hope you've been enjoying them. If you've liked them and found them useful, do recommend them, share them, tell your friends about them, and uh, do write to us if there's anything uh, that you'd like us to to deal with or to answer. But until next time, we'll see you then.